Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. What's up, everybody? It's the Junkyard Dogcast. I'm Jake Rowe with Dogs 24-7. With me, Rusty Mansell, Chip Adams, also of Dogs 24-7. I said that in a different order than I normally said it in, and it almost threw me completely off. I almost had to be like, let's start over. Let's just do this. It's early, man. It's early. But for some reason, I was looking at Rusty when I said it, so I said Rusty's name. We're coming to you earlier than normal. We're live on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, folks. Hit it. Knock it out. And also go subscribe to us over at Dolls 24-7. Visit us, and uh, we'd love to see you. Kip, is the promo still rolling? Last day. Got to get it today. Last day. Two months, one dollar. One stinking dollar. Give us a couple months, see see if you like it or not. If not, you know, the wife's not going to notice one one missing, or the husband, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter. If you're a lady and you want to come subscribe to us, husband's not going to notice 100 cents missing out of the bank account. Come check us out. Uh, we would love to have you. Shoot us a DM when you come over. Uh, but listen, it's all Georgia-Auburn today. We're going to make picks today. We're going to make player of the game predictions today. But before we do that, we're going to do that in the second half like we always do. Rusty, just kind of your general feel, maybe a top matchup, maybe, you know, I don't know, just something that, that has been on your mind all week long about this Georgia-Auburn game. Now, first of all, hello to Thomas, Dylan, Luke, Jimmy, Marty. Boys are up early. I see already in the, in the uh, comments. Um, you know, I just go back and I think you know I say this every week. We we talked about it. I said if Georgia was elite, they would take care of business versus Vanderbilt. You know, I felt like if Georgia was elite, they were going to be able to run the football against Arkansas and smother them on defense. This is another you know uh, another box to check. You're going on the road in a crazy environment. I mean, Jordan Hare is as good as any place in the country. Uh, if you're an Auburn fan, that place gets rocking and it gets rolling. Uh, most likely we feel like it's going to be Stetson Bennett's, uh, you know, play on Saturday to be the quarterback. Um, kind of said that all week, Jake, you've made that comment all week. That's where we're leaning. Uh, of course things can change, but we feel like this is going to be Stetson Bennett's show on Saturday against this Auburn team. First big road game for him. So, you know, really the question mark is for me on the Georgia side, how do they handle this? Uh, offensively, do they jump out to a fast start like they have been the last couple of weeks and they get on Auburn a little bit early and and, and those types of things? Because, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this more, but uh, I just really like this matchup for Georgia with their defense versus the Auburn offense. Yeah, and, you know, Rusty, you brought up something there that I don't think we've really hit on this week. Auburn's been a slow starting team this year. Georgia's been a sl- fast starting team this year. You throw all that out. Uh, because every game's different, and and you know this is a different type of game as far as environment goes. Um, you know, if, listen, this is the first capacity road crowd Georgia will have played in 
since the last time it was at Jordan Hare Stadium. That's crazy. Because uh, the last time that was the last like true full house road game Georgia played in, because the only road game they played after that in the 2019 season was at Georgia Tech. I remember that game. There were more Georgia fans in the stadium that day than there were Georgia Tech fans, and Georgia beat the brakes off of them. And then uh, last season was all COVID. It was two neutral site games after that. And last season it was all 25% crowds at most. That Tuscaloosa game, that game in Tuscaloosa against Alabama was pretty live. There was a lot of energy in the stadium. Nothing like, nothing like, you know, Jordan Hare. There's nothing, nothing going to be quite like it was there. And, and this one will probably be more live than that game because Auburn fans see a four and one team with a chance to to do something, a chance to make a statement under a first-year head coach. It's always crazy when the number two, number one team comes to town, and uh, it's going to be it's gonna be pretty nuts. It just sucks that this game's being played in October, and I know why from Auburn's standpoint. I'm not trying to, you know, wag fingers at anybody and say that, you know, what, you know, this and that, but, I mean, yes, this game's yes, – Yes, you are. Yes, This game's – no, 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 not at all, but this game's supposed to be played with a with – a, Hoodie under a jacket, you know. Yeah, I mean, you got to yeah. you need you need to be wearing a hoodie under a light jacket for this one, and uh, it's not. And that just that's just weird. It's weird as happening this early in the season. Georgia should be playing Tennessee right now. But uh, all right, Kip, what what has been your thought? Prevailing thought number one thing that's been on your mind all week long, as far as this game goes. You know, you can still you can still rock the hoodie. You know, college coaches like to do that to show the players during summer practice that yeah. they, they can handle the sweats, man. You can you can rock the hoodie anytime you want to. You I don't want to be- don't do not combine the brown water with the hoodie on Saturday, people. I rock don't the beanie all summer long. People know that, but uh, uh, this game, I mean, it's it's kind of strength on strength, but I kind of know which strength is better. You know, with Auburn. They want Georgia to come out with the same offense they had last week against Arkansas. You know, it would it would give them the best chance possible if Georgia comes out and tries to run the ball for you know 40, 50 times and throw the ball 10 times against them. If it fits their strength, you know, they're great at tackling, they have outstanding run defense. Uh the thing that I keep coming back to, though, is that, you know, Auburn's offense fits exactly what Georgia's defense wants to do, too. I mean, they're, they are they love holding quarterbacks, you know, at or behind the line of scrimmage as far as them trying to run the ball. And, and, and again, they love tackling running backs. They've, they've done it all year long. You know, that, that fits, you know, what they want to do. Low percentage throws downfield to Georgia's secondary. Uh, Georgia's pass rush, not giving Bo Nix time to find anybody. And Auburn's wide receiver core, they really don't have one. So we've talked about, you know, Georgia lacking some depth of wide receiver. Auburn doesn't really have that playmaker uh, that is, you know, on paper that's going to test Georgia's secondary. And so that that really bodes well for as far as them not, you know, having time to to, to cover these guys and allowing that pass rush to kind of do its thing. Yeah, I, I wonder, Kip and, and Rusty, I, I I wonder if Bo Nix – okay, listen, the guy was kind of left for – you know, as far as his quarterback career at Auburn, was kind of left for dead after the Georgia State game. I, I thought T.J. Finley was going to start. I, I thought that was just like an, a foregone conclusion. Then he comes out there and he does something against LSU, and I've watched a lot of Bo Nix that I've never really seen him do to that extent. He's out there Michael Vicking it up the best he possibly can. Run around, make this guy miss, make that guy miss, find something, throw it. And the touchdown pass to uh, which prom boy was it? Is it Tyler? Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyler. <laughs> There's three of them. I don't know which one's which. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Tyler Sorry. Fromm. Sorry, Emerson. 
<laughs> yeah, my bad, guys. I just I couldn't remember. I, I get the twins' names mixed up all the time. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he throws that touchdown to Tyler Fromm, and like that ball left, and I thought it was a throwaway, and all of a sudden, I mean, it hits him in stride, and it's a touchdown. You have to wonder though if even though he's a junior, okay, just that situation, that feeling, that that all of a sudden he's kind of the toast of the town, um, you know, after – I wonder if he might not lean on that a little bit too much. I think that's something he's going to have to guard against because if that's that's the game plan against Georgia, it's a risky game plan because, you know, Georgia's, Georgia's a little bit more aggressive and I think they have more team speed in, in kind of that front seven than LSU does. I think Georgia's going to do a better job of stopping the run and limiting big plays. Um, so that, that's something that I'm, that I'm really watching for there is, okay, does Bo Nix try to go with the LSU plan? And if he does, is it going to be hurt Auburn more than it helps Auburn? And, and I think that's one of the things I I've spent more time this week, you know, trying to understand, you know, everything about Georgia's opponent than I normally do. And I, I, I feel like I do, a, you know, uh, spend a lot of time on that to begin with. Um, but this week, I've just kind of tried to watch Auburn, see what they're all about. And I think it's a team that's kind of still feeling around in the bag for that identity. But at the same time, I also see what was successful for them last game. And I wonder if it'll be successful for them again. And uh, that, that'll that be key, especially on Georgia's side. Rusty, you brought up Adam Anderson earlier this week, him running around, Channing Tindall, Quay Walker, uh, you know, Nolan Smith, all of those guys. And um, you know, Georgia's defensive front is going to constantly be fresh. It's going to constantly be fast and aggressive. And, uh, you know, I think Auburn's going to have to hit some big plays in the passing game to make this happen. It's just how do you get the 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 protection to line up with the separation and, and make it all happen? And that's why Georgia's defense has done what it's done um, this season. Let's take a break here real quick. And on the other side, we're going to jump into our picks and uh, player of the game predictions. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, guys, before before we do that, this, before we jump feet first into predictions, what one Auburn football player, offense or defense, does Georgia need to be the most concerned about on Saturday? Kip, who you got? Woof. Uh, well, just from what the Auburn football that I've seen, I mean, I, I got to go with Jarquez Hunter. He's a guy that, you know, if Tank Bigsby's, you know, 100%, obviously he's a very talented running back, but you just saw something different from Hunter in that last game against LSU. I mean, it, they couldn't stop him. And, he, you know, he gets if he gets outside on you, 
he can break off a big run. So I think he's definitely a guy that if I'm Georgia, I'm definitely keying in on to make sure I can try to take him out of the game. And just kind of a hidden uh, guy in there, uh, Nehemiah Pritchett uh, in the return game is a guy that they really just need to make sure as far as kickoff coverage because this year he, he's he been pretty electric back there. Uh, I think he's he's averaging – over 30 yards a kick return so they really gotta you know make sure overall in the re- in return coverage both kick and punt return that's just one aspect of the game that i think that you know georgia has to make sure that, that they really really keyed in on as far as practice and fine-tuning those things but if it's one player jarquez hunter i just think he's a a, a rising star for auburn and a part of their offense they've kind of been searched for obviously multiple coaching staffs here but that's the one thing Auburn's lacked in recent years is kind of a dynamic rushing attack. And I think he has the potential to kind of give them that if they can get enough carries. I had a special teams coach tell me one time that you, you got a guy that's averaging 30, 40 yards of return, something like that, that it's oftentimes one arm tackle, one something that that gets missed that prevents that from being 100. And, uh, you know, if you've got a guy that's getting close on a regular basis, that's definitely a guy you got to watch out for. Rusty, who's the one Auburn player you got your eye on? Georgia needs to be concerned about this guy. Well, I mean, it's Bo Nix. I mean, he's the guy that's going to take the snap every single play most of the time, unless they run a, a wildcat or something. But uh, he makes enough plays and he's a good enough athlete to really keep you – it changes your defensive scheme. I fully intend to see Georgia – I went back and watched the 2019 Missouri game, and you look at what Georgia did with Adam Anderson and put him in that spy mode. Um, I think you're going to see Adam Anderson on a lot of uh, third downs in the middle of the field uh, to keep him in that box as a guy that could run him down, uh, you know, athlete as well. But, you know, Bo Nix hasn't shown a ton of accuracy right now. Um, You know, I think he's hit 50% in that LSU game the other night. He won, but I'll tell you this, what he has shown is ability to extend plays. And when you start extending plays, things happen like he did the other night, hitting a touchdown. That play was incredible to Tyler Fromm. Uh, to keep your eyes down the field, know he was about to get his tail lit up, and he still delivered that ball on the money for a touchdown. So that keeps you up late at night. I think Bo Nix is the guy uh, that you really have to know. You got to kind of not give him any time of rhythm uh, because Kirby Smart and that staff are very clear how good of an athlete he is. And again, I was told this week by NFL scout, he was the fastest guy they had on GPS. Uh, in practice, including Demetrius Robinson. And we all know what that guy can run. So Bo Nix can certainly give you some staying up at night with those legs and what he can do. Now, he would have to improve his accuracy, and those guys on the edge have to make some plays for him that I haven't quite seen yet in some one-on-one battles. But I think Smoke Monday is a guy that on the defensive side, Georgia recruited him really hard. Mel Tucker, I remember being down at Carver, Atlanta one day, and Mel Tucker was there uh, watching practice. Georgia tried to get him. Uh, He went to Auburn. Uh, He's a safety um, you know, I kind of agree with what you guys said earlier. Georgia's going to play a little bit different offensively this week. That means putting the ball in the air, taking some shots. So you have to know where this guy is in center field for Auburn at all times. Yeah, I, I like that you brought up a defensive guy because for me it came down to Smoke Monday and Zacoby McClain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think both of those guys are fantastic football players. And McClain, I, I, that's my pick because of the fact that, you know, Stetson Bennett loves throwing the football to the middle of the field. And again, we're under the assumption she's going to play. I'm not reporting 100% that he's going to start, but based on what we've heard this week, that's it. You know, that's, that's where we're at. Um, as far as our, as far as what we expect, 
but McLean's a guy he can he can drop into coverage. He can cut. He's a good blitzer. I mean, he this is a guy that's you know when you start talking about you know linebackers in the conference that are on par with what Georgia puts out there at inside linebacker. Um, you know, Zacoby McLean's in that in that you know conversation. I mean, he's a good football player. He's fast. He's versatile. He can do a little bit of everything. And when he came into that Georgia State game, and I know folks are going to roll their eyes at this, he came into that Georgia State game after being booted, you know, in the previous game for targeting. Second half, he Georgia State didn't get anything going, and that really was the difference in their defense. Now, does that mean that McLean's going to come out and dominate Georgia? No, but I think he can sack you. He can spy you. He can pick you off. He can do something to help Auburn win this game. And uh, that's that's that would be my pick. I think he's he's just a, definitely a, a really good football player, a guy that wasn't much of a factor against Georgia last year. Um, and I'm I'm not 100 percent sure he even you know, and I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way. I'm 100, not 100 percent sure he played. Uh, but but at the same time, I, I I think he's kind of a dude for them in that front seven, and a guy that can kind of erase some things uh, for Georgia. All right, let's get into these picks, 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 picks. All right. Kip, going to go to you first, man. Give me a score. Give me a player of the game. All right. Well, obviously, I think how Georgia begins this game could be pretty important. I think, you know, Stetson Bennett in that environment, you know, does he, you know, does he avoid turning the ball over early on? I mean, does Georgia come out firing out of the gate? If Georgia comes out and they find out they can get five or six yards in the run game and he can find Bowers and, you know, Fitzpatrick, you know, find the tight ends, Darnell Washington. It's it's probably going to be a long day for Auburn, you know, but if, the, you know, again, a couple three and outs or a turnover, uh, this could be a, you know, a, a second half football game. Uh, I think in the end, as good as Auburn's offensive line is, I don't think they're going to be able to block Georgia's front seven. I think it's going to be too much for them. They've played pretty good ball so far this year. But, but I think Georgia's defense is just different than anything else Auburn's seen this year, and they're going to find out real quick, you know, what that defense is all about. So in the end, you know, while Georgia offensively it might not be as explosive as we've seen in other games, uh, I don't think Auburn's offense is going to be able to really get anything going in this game. So once Stetson settles in, and again, regard if whether they, they're able to get the ground game going or not, but once Stetson settles in and starts finding a rhythm, I think that's when Georgia kind of puts this game away, whether that's in the second quarter, third quarter. You know, I got Georgia winning this one 31 to 10. And, you know, when all is said and done, I, I think you, this game is on Stetson Bennett's shoulders. So I can't pick anyone else to be player of the game other than Stetson Bennett because I just think that in the end, you know, maybe again, if, if they're able to run the football, then, you know, all bets are off. I think Georgia goes away with this easily. But, if it's a little tough sledding, I mean, he's going to have to take control. He's going to have to make sure everyone's, uh, you know, playing their assignments and sometimes, you know, playing unselfishly, whether it's Zamir White picking up the blitz, you know, whether it's a guy, you know, chipping off the edge. These guys are going to have to go out there and, and play their assignment and allow, you know, Stetson to go back there and, and make some plays untouched and clean in the pocket. And I think in the end, he gets the job done. You know, has has a pretty strong stat line for playing a, 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 an actual away game, as you guys said. And you got to give him player the game, regardless of the stat line. Because if you go in there, you go in Auburn Stadium, and you come out with a you know a, a twenty plus point win, uh, 
I don't think the discussion is going to be that whether Georgia's played anybody anymore. It's going to be that Georgia's for real and, and they're a contender after this weekend. So I like sets in this game. If you come out of this one with a 20 plus point win and you know that you have multiple quarterbacks who can win you big time football games, that's got to make you feel pretty good in the month of October with some other big opponents on the slate. Okay, I'm going to take the third through the sixth innings here and let Rusty close this thing down for us. Uh, listen, one of the reasons I picked Zacoby McLean as player of the game, or as, as the guy to watch out for Auburn, is I just don't think Auburn has the 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 Jets to do it against Georgia offensively. The the style, the the playmakers. I don't I, offensively. I just don't think Auburn's going to truly threaten Georgia. I'm not I'm not in conflict as to who I'm going to pick. I, Georgia's the pick. I but I am. This is kind of weird for me because if you look ATS, I mean, laying two touchdowns on the road in the SEC is really tough. I mean, you know, I heard, you know, there, there was – I can't remember exactly what the stat was, but this was the same conversation going into the Alabama-Florida game. And, you know, this is a very similar environment to the Swamp. This is a very, you know, very raucous environment. Rusty and I were both there in that uh, 2017 game. And it, it was, I mean, quite frankly, it was probably the most, it's probably the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yep. It really was. I mean, um, you know, may, you know, the only thing I would say is maybe the 20, 2007 blackout game at Georgia was the only thing I've ever experienced that was anything close to that. And I think that their fans are going to be pretty fired up for this. I think their players are going to be incredibly fired up for this, guys, because this is a chance to do something and put your coach and put yourself on the map and while every coach wants to say, you know, every game's the same and there's a standard and everybody's saying that now, the players know that there's it's not every game's the same. Okay. This is not the same as Georgia State. It's just not. It's not the same as as you know any other home game they've played this season. So this is it. This is the one that can kind of propel them one way or the other going into later on in the season. And their players know that, their fans know that. And whether their coaches will admit it, their coaches know that. So that's – I've got that side of it, and then I've also got the side of it. I just think Georgia's a lot more talented. I just think Georgia's a lot more talented. I think, um, you know, listen, we don't know what Stetson Bennett Georgia's going to get on Saturday, but I do know this. I don't think Stetson Bennett's going to get intimidated by that environment. He may just go out there and not play well, but I don't think the environment's going to fire him up too much. I think the, the you're worried about maybe some other guys, maybe how the offensive line handles it, maybe how some of the young receivers handle it. But Stetson, I think, will handle it fine. Um, so I've kind of gone back and forth between, okay, is this going to be a tight game or not? And I think I've kind of landed on the fact that I just think Georgia is just too good for four quarters. Whether they get off to a fast start or not, I think the defense, as, as an offense, I think the defense will get off to a fast start. And I think Georgia will either jump on them early and beat them up pretty good, or they will pull away late and, and make it look like they beat them up pretty good. Um, but one way or the other, I think Georgia covers. And I'm going with a very similar score to one I picked last week. I think it's going to be 28-9. I think Auburn's going to get move the ball a little bit, maybe kick a few field goals, can't get into the can't get into the end zone because it's tough to run the football against Georgia inside the 20s. It's tough to run football against Georgia inside the goal lines right now. So I, I'm taking Georgia 28-9. I'm taking uh, I'm taking Stetson Bennett as my player of the game. I mean, I think he's going to play well. I think he's going to be really good on third down. I think he's going to scramble for some yards. And uh, 
weird prediction here, not weird prediction, but not exactly a high percentage prediction. I think he's going to take care of the football because Stetson does have some turnover problems, and I, but I think he's going to do a really good job of taking care of the football while also making some plays for Georgia. 28-9, that's my pick. Rusty, close us up. I think both of you summed it up pretty good in, in parts of this. It's just, you know, you get down to the end of the day, and it's about rosters, and Georgia's just too deep for Auburn. Um, you would be crazy not to think, and I don't care who you are, you're going to have one of those games every year where things are just like, doesn't make sense. Like, how is this game a game? Uh, Jordan Hare, if you've never been, uh, it it is, I mean, it's it's rocking. And that place is going to be rocking on Saturday. Georgia hasn't played in, in front of anything like this in a long time. I can assure you that um, uh, on the opposite sideline. So, uh, you know, you, that kind of worries you a little bit. Can they make a play here, still a possession, something happen? I wouldn't be surprised if they're not looking to do an onside kick. Anything you can do to still a possession to try to help your odds uh, against this Georgia defense. So, I just, you know, I keep going back and looking at it, and I just, I don't think Auburn has the playmakers on the edge. I, I, I don't think they're wide receivers. I can't see it. I, don't, I like Georgia's matchup with their safety versus their tight ends. Um, you know, it, it would take a Bo Nix, Michael Vick crazy type day. Uh, some things just not adding up to, for Auburn to win this football game. And I think Auburn, you know, reading their board, I think they know that. Um, but I also want to caution Georgia fans. You know, if you've never walked into Jordan Hare, I'm telling you right now that that place is it, as loud as anywhere in the country. I put it up there in the top two or three, in my opinion, because uh, it can get going. So that that worries you some. But at the end of the day, just looking at the matchups, I just don't see Auburn's offense being able to do enough, um, you know, without something crazy happening against Georgia. Uh, I think Georgia's going to come after Bo Nix. I think they're going to have a lot of different looks with Janning Tindall and Adam Anderson. That spies with Bo Nix trying to keep him in the pocket. I certainly think George, um, Auburn's going to take some shots to Demetrius Robertson. You know, maybe they try to get him lined up versus Chris Smith and some of those things because Demetrius is a 10-300 guy. So we'll see what happens there. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with Brock Bowers because I do think Stetson Bennett's going to play well. Both of you guys picked him. I think he's got to throw it to somebody. And I think Brock Bowers is one of those guys that uh, is going to be a problem for Auburn on that second level. Uh, because he just gives you so much matchup problems versus safeties and linebackers. I think Darnell Washington's going to get some targets this week. But I think Brock Bowers is the guy you see Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels both really like him when he's when they, that passing game's involved. So I'm going to go Brock Bowers, and, and I'm going to go Georgia 24, Auburn 6. All right. You got the picks there. I think all three of us got Georgia to cover. And uh, – you know, there. I had somebody tell me, kind of an experienced better, tell me other the other day. Um, there's one team just about every year, one or two teams that kind of go against all of the cardinal rules. Don't bet this on the road. Don't do this. Don't do that. And there's one team that just doesn't matter. They cover. They cover. You know, almost every time. And uh, they thought Georgia might be that team this year. So Georgia might be that team. I, I certainly think that that Georgia fans, however should get ready and and understand that if Georgia goes out there and wins by seven or wins by 10 or wins by six, don't set yourself up to get pissed off at that because this is a, this is a rivalry game. It's a road game. 
survive in advance. You take a one-point win here, move to 6-0, and move on to Kentucky the next week, and just keep doing it, and eventually uh, you'll get to where you want to go. But that's it. That's it. We've gotten, we've gotten to where we want to go this week. Last uh, episode of the Junkyard Dogcast until after the game on Saturday, and uh, we'll bring it to you then, talk about the game, recap it, and then we'll be back with you next week. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. Like us. Do whatever you can to, to promote the show. We're having a lot of fun with it, and we're keeping – We're keeping it going. We're going to keep coming just like we have the past few weeks. But that's it for today. I'm Jake Rowe with Dolls 24-7. They're Kip Adams and Rusty Mansell from the same place. And y'all take it easy. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.